Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is a place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Everyone, welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. I have Coach Tiffany. How are you doing? Hi guys, how's it going? Oh, well after the last entrance, I thought you were going to come with fire on this one. I can't come with Happy Taco Tuesday every <laughs> Tuesday. Like, I gotta think of something else. Uh, today we have a great topic um, brought out by, uh, I think, conversations with clients, but uh, Coach Tiffany wanted to address this because... Um, these apply to both uh, rehab, performance, all of the above, and um, sometimes I think uh, if you've ever been a uh, training in a gym or any type of workout atmosphere, you're always trying to figure out like what are the best ways for me to work out. Some people do like a push pull, they do legs, they do upper body, or if you're like Dr. Melanie, you just do biceps all day, all day. All day. <laughs> So we wanted to give you a, a different approach and just variations that you can apply to keep your so, yourself like strong, uh, healthy, and just uh, moving well overall. So today we are bringing you six, not five, not four, six foundational movements to keep you strong and healthy. Uh, well, movement patterns, I should say. So uh, Coach Tiffany, uh, start it off. What do you have for me? So... All of these movements, all six of them, they mimic things we do in our daily life. Okay. So the first movement is squatting. Um, no squat variation is better than the other. Mm -hmm. It depends on personal preference. So yeah. some people like to front squat or goblet squat where others love barbell back squatting. Mm -hmm. And there's no right or wrong when it comes to squatting. It's just what works best for you and your body type and your goals. Um, but if we think about it in daily living, right? How many times do we sit down to a chair or we mm -hmm. sit down to a couch? Mm -hmm. That's a squat. Yeah. So squatting, so the, the movement patterns that we're talking about are six things that you should be doing because you do them every single day. Foundational, meaning essential, most important. Uh, you have to do them. Uh, stop making excuses. Everybody squats, Everybody right? Squats. Everybody squats and you need to be squatting. Uh, but... Ah, uh, Dr. Chris, I have bad knees. You got to squat. Uh, my wrist hurts. You got to squat. It doesn't matter. You should be squatting for everything uh, because you do them. And and you have to remember, so there's just a lot of uh, maybe some uh, misconceptions about squatting that it's bad for your knees or you shouldn't be doing it. Well, if that were the case, you wouldn't be going to the bathroom. You wouldn't be sitting down on the couch. Whatever you weigh, if you weigh 100, 100 pounds and you squat, you're squatting your body weight. Uh, if you're going up and down stairs, there's three times your, your body weight going uh, onto the joints. All those things that you do require your knees to hinge and, and you have to push through them. So squatting, all you're doing is you're training the body, your body to move better when you do these daily activities. Right, yeah, cool. and if you have knee pain or wrist pain or mm -hmm. hip pain, yep. maybe we need to alter your squat technique. Maybe mm, we need shit. to give you a different squat variation or yep. you need a little bit wider stance, toes turn, yep. whatever the case may be. There's no one size fits all for mm -hmm. squatting. So if you're having pain squatting one way, let's try another way. Maybe you won't have pain. Yeah, so that's a, that's a really good point. Uh, you're right. If 
and we haven't even talked about variations like depth and all that stuff. We're not going to do that today. Um, this is the number one movement that you have to be doing. <laughs> we can do a whole other podcast on that. So uh, number one movement uh, is squatting. Okay. Uh, number two. What do you got, Coach? Number two. Um, honestly, I think this one resonates really well with maybe a lot of clients you see is hip hinging, mm-hmm. right? So how many times do people come in and they're like, oh my gosh, I bent down to pick up my keys or tie my mm-hmm. shoes and I threw up my back, right? 100%. Because hip hinge is essentially, um, for fitness terms, it's a deadlift. Mm-hmm. For layman's everyday mm-hmm. terms, it's bending over to pick something Perfect. up. That's Love a hip that. hinge. And how many times a day do we bend over and pick our kids up off the ground or pick something off the floor or get our grocery? Yep. We bend over 50 plus times a day mm-hmm. and we don't need to deadlift to pick our keys up off the floor, but we need to know the proper mechanics for hip hinging because that can eliminate some back problems. Yeah. So, and, and going along with that, uh, most of the time, if you had pain doing one specific movement that wasn't heavy, you weren't expecting it, and you felt like your back went out or whatever it is, uh, it's probably because you don't train that movement. And a lot of times, and what that means is you don't condition your body to perform that movement with a little bit of load so that when you go to pick something up or move without weight or resistance and you don't expect it, that your body is well trained to accommodate that movement with the amount of body weight that you have on your body. So with hip hinging, 100%, this is every uh, back pain, right? This is every person. And we need a hip hinge because that's one of the key ways we can develop a strong backside. So strong Mm. posterior glutes, hamstrings, um, your back muscles even. Mm -hmm. And we need to develop that. So if people have back pain, we can't just say, well, just don't deadlift, don't hip yeah. hinge. Like, we need to find a way that works best for them. Yeah. So, and and this, again, we can talk about all types of the hip, hip hinge and everything else. But uh, if you got back pain, we uh, we had a recent uh, podcast on mm-hmm. uh, why every person who has back pain should be doing one movement in particular, and that is deadlifting, yes. uh, which is hip hinging. So uh, pretty essential. Uh, hip hinge uh, is definitely it's, now it's different than squatting. It's a different variation. Um, so those are we have squatting number one, hip hinging number two. Coach, what do you have for number three? All right, last lower body exercise is a lunge. Um, so life happens on one leg, right? When mm-hmm. we walk, we're mm-hmm putting all our weight on one leg. So in sports, if you have athletes, youth athletes, they're always on one leg running, kicking the ball. So it's important to do lunges Mm -hmm. or even split squats to focus that single leg, being able to balance with movement and also the strength of one leg. Because if we're doing a regular squat, we can have some inconsistencies. Maybe one side is doing a little more compensating for the other side. So lunging is a great way to bring out those... um, compensations or inconsistencies yep 100% and you have to have these variations in there uh, because even as we age we lose uh, our confidence in in being on one leg Mm -hmm. and I get numerous people here uh, and I would even say it starts happening around 40 you just you don't know you don't feel so confident on one leg you know you twist an ankle or uh, you do a silly fall because you weren't looking down and uh, it's not coincidence. I mean, life is, is definitely happening to you right, right around there. So you basically have to train what you don't feel comfortable in is a really good concept for you guys to take away from this podcast. And, uh, you know, an easy test for you guys. If you're not driving, don't do this when you're driving. Um, if you're sitting down or standing, whatever you're doing, listening to this podcast, uh, I want you to stand on one leg. And you're going to try and stand on one leg, put your hands on your hips. 
And then what you're going to do is you're going to close your eyes. And you're going to see how many seconds you feel comfortable on one leg with your eyes closed before you have to use your hands or your legs to kind of touch down and, and uh, put the other leg down. Then you're going to do the opposite leg. Eyes open, hands on the hips, then eyes closed. And see what the difference is. And, and a lot of you will see that you're very different on one side or the other. And try that numerous times. And the thing is, you just don't have a really good sense of balance. And the hip hinging kind of, or excuse me, the lunging puts you in a good position where you need to test one leg versus another and strengthen them. So for multiple reasons, the lunge is, is very good. Okay. Uh, Tiffany, number four, what do you got? All right, let's talk some upper body. Um, so number four is pushing. And there's two variations to pushing. We can do what we call a horizontal push. So okay. a push up, mm -hmm. which easier said than done. Yep. Um, bench press. Oh, I love bench press. Everybody loves That's bench life. press. Life. And a vertical push. So mm. like an overhead press. Okay. Um, and honestly, push-ups, they are hard. Mm -hmm. We need strong shoulders, upper back, and chest muscles. And it's not an easy feat to do mm -hmm. push-ups. But how many times are we laying on the floor playing with our kids and we push 100%. ourselves off the floor? That's an almost an everyday movement for yep. most parents. Yep. So, and so this one might be very common for a lot of people, um, but this might be different in the style that you train. For some people, they might do, um, they do kind of functional fitness or they go to classes or uh, they do CrossFit or they do powerlifting. Uh, pushing is not always in everybody's um program but it is essential um regardless of gender or what your preference is because you come across it every single day and you absolutely need it in your life especially bench press yeah. did i mention bench press you gotta on do mondays. bench press on mondays only on mondays and you gotta do only flat bench for one hour <laughs> <laughs> all right uh number five tiffany what do you got for me number is upper body pulling um, so same concept we can do what we call vertical pulling so that's a pull up mm -hmm. um, we can also do horizontal pulling maybe a bench supported row mm -hmm. dumbbell okay. row um, pulling is actually really important and a little bit underrated when it comes to uh, office employees that yep. sit in front of a computer all day. Mm. We tend to maybe slouch forward a little bit at our desk and we need those strong back muscles to pull our shoulders back yep. into proper posture and counteract all that computer work. Yeah, so pulling is, uh, I would say this is in general less common and not part of every single person's mm. um, regimen. Because uh, naturally, you don't have to pull in life as much, as much, in theory, right? Unless you do lawn mowing yeah. for a living, right? Like, when do you pull that much? And so, pull-ups can be challenging for a lot of people if, if you don't feel comfortable or as confident with your upper body uh, strength. But pulling is uh, very, very important and absolutely necessary. The reason why we're we're saying this is because if you looked at... Somebody who is well-rounded, uh, decreases the risk of injury, moves efficiently, um, has a well-balanced routine, uh, and is able to do a lot of movements at the drop of a hat. And that's somebody who is able to do a lot of these movements on a regular basis mm -hmm. without issues. And so if you're listening and you're like, well, I don't do one of those, oh, I don't do the other one, then you need to integrate these things because... It just puts you up for inefficient movement, which equates to you're wasting energy, you're increasing your risk for injury, and you just don't have a well-balanced. It's like not having a, a fruit or enough protein or whatever it is or water in your, ba in your balanced diet and 
uh, all are essential. Yeah. Uh, not one more than the other. They all have, you have to do a little bit of everything. Our body likes equal and balanced. Mm. So if we're doing bench press all day, every day, That's we got to right. do a little bit of some pull-ups or some rows or some lat pull-downs. We need to even that out. Darn it. I so I, I, I definitely have to include more more bench press in my life. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, the last one. What do you got for me, Tiffany? The last one. Um, this is a whole body movement. And again, this is actually really, really underrated. Okay. Carries. What does it mean? So how many times do you carry something heavy? Oh. Whether it's your kid. Um, oh, touche. The yeah. turkey yep. on Thanksgiving Day from Ooh, the oven to the table. I like that. Your groceries. Ooh, that, that one makes more we sense Because we only want one trip, right? Mm -hmm. Groceries on one trip. Yes. So carries. These are a very simple functional movement that works our whole body. And primarily it works the stabilizing muscles in our core that protect our spine yep. and our low back, our hips, our glutes. Everything is engaged. And there are multiple ways to do carries. There's so many different variations. Mm -hmm. But it allows our body to move and walk with weight. So mm. our body is able to transfer load and mm -hmm. force from our upper body to our lower body while being safe. I think you're right, actually. Uh, besides like a walking lunge, a lot of these movements require you to be stationary, mm -hmm. right? There's not a lot of transfer from one leg to another. Yeah, because a squat, you stay still. Mm -hmm. A hip hinge, you're likely staying still. A push-up, you're staying still. A pull-up, you're staying still. Yeah. A carry is one of the main movements that you're transferring all this weight onto one leg, then onto another leg, and having to balance yourself. So this is a great core exercise for a lot of people. Absolutely. Especially, okay, so now wait, we can, we can dive into okay. this. Okay, so th does this uh, assume two arms are carrying something or one? Oh. There's so many variations. So we can start with two arms, okay. weight in each arm, even weight in each arm, say um, a 30-pound dumbbell, a okay. weight that you can safely carry with yes. good posture. Okay. Once we feel efficient at that, we want to maybe tax our obliques and our core a little more. We only hold weight in one hand. Got it. Or maybe we're uneven. So we have, say, 30 pounds in one hand, 15 in the Got other. It. We're doing an uneven carry. You can do a waiter style carry if you've ever seen waiters yes. or waitresses holding the tray up by their shoulders. Yes. Full overhead carries. There are there's a whole other podcast of carry variations. Wow. Yeah. So essentially, we just want to uh, better prepare you for <laughs> for everyday tasks such as uh, let me let me try and go through this uh, carrying groceries, yes. uh, pulling a string on a lawnmower, uh, pushing the pushing. The pushing Pushing the lawnmower, I was going to say pushing yourself away from the table so you don't eat that last little uh, plate. Mm -hmm. uh, lunging, ah, I got nothing on lunging. Uh, hip hinging to, to pick something off the ground and squatting to uh, go onto the couch or get into the car. All of these are everyday movements that mm -hmm. you do that actually you're right as we go through this. This is where a lot of people hurt themselves on a lot of these variations. On daily activities. Yeah. Not in the gym. They yeah. hurt themselves tying their shoe, picking their kid up off the floor. Yeah. Yeah. So these are these are actually when we tie that all together, these are very essential. And uh, we're not just saying that you should do them one time. We're saying that you should integrate them as part of your routine that you use to work out or your style of fitness. Absolutely. That's all we are saying. So uh, those are the six movement patterns uh, to keep you strong and healthy. And uh, yes, we did mention bench press. So 
uh, you're welcome for all those uh, ladies and gentlemen who enjoy that uh, that particular movement. Uh, so again, these are all uh, uh, things that we talk to our clients at uh, Sports Performance about and whether you're uh, doing kind of fitness and performance training with Coach Tiffany or you're on the rehab side or massage side, um, it's the same conversations um, because uh, when we have clients come in and they come in to us with pain, stiffness, um, aches and uh, tightness, the same conversations need to be had about um, why it occurred. Uh, we're not just looking to get you out of pain because we understand that, that that does happen to everybody. Uh, the really more, the most important part is uh, keeping you moving and keeping you literally strong and healthy because uh, the day that you have an ache or a pain that limits you from moving, you're instinctively going to stop doing it and um, that will be the worst day um, to start this whole onslaught of, of things that will ensue afterwards. So uh, we use this as a preventative measure to train the movements that potentially could cause you more pain. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, on behalf of the team at Sports Performance, we really hope that you include these things on a regular basis. If you are awesome, um, you've probably talked to us in the past uh, or you do this on your own and really excited about that. For uh, people who are new to this, uh, just know that uh, these are conversations that you should be having with the people that you're seeing. If not, then you need to find a group or a person or a team that can help you with these things so that way it doesn't limit your fitness goals and everything that you do and really keeping your body as strong and resilient as possible. So on behalf of the team, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. See you guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional or professional athlete. This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.